0: Mama, I got bad news, bad news, I've been rolling with some bad dudes, bad dudes, I've trying to get a to, a
1: Hello,
2: listeners. Welcome I to the Ashes to Awesome, mama awesome mama Podcast, Rising in Recovery. Bad, a podcast providing light, hope, and understanding about addiction and mental health to those living within that life and the people who love them. This episode brought to you by the Nate D. Foundation, where their goal is to raise funds to allow individuals to attend trauma therapy and treatment. Learn more at nate-d.ca. Hey listeners, welcome to another edition of Just the Tips Thursday on the Ashes to Awesome podcast. Scott from the No New Friends podcast is on holidays this week. In his stead, I brought back our guest from last week, Melinda from the Vancouver area. How you doing today, Melinda?
3: I'm doing as well as I can be. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, I'm, do- well, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess we, that's all we can do is what we can be, right? So, hey, Exactly. Um, you know, we, we were talking before we recorded and and not really having um, a structure to talk about today. So, you know, when the show first got started, we were, we were taking tips from ChatGPT and how to live in sobriety. Yeah. And um, they were funny. We, we had some great times with that. And I thought about doing that. And I said, "No nah, shit, you know, I'm, I'm just not feeling it." Um, like I was telling you before the show, I, I've been kind of blah, bummed out lately. And well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. I guess you know we're we're, we're both sober. Well, I hate to you know assume that about yourself. I mean, it has been. Oh, a I, I'm a hundred
3: percent sober. I, <laughs> all right, I, all right. I'm,
2: so we can take that yeah. for granted. Yeah, right. So.
3: I mean, like I like if I wasn't sober, this phone like. We wouldn't be having this conversation. I would be like in a crack shack, fucking flailing, tweaking, trying to fuck somebody for some more dope. Um, Trying to come up with some sort of lie to tell my family to to get money out of them. And then I would finally give up and probably go and do something really ridiculous to try and get money, but end up just flailing on it. Uh, So anyways, there's that. (laughs) <laughs>
2: okay 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 so and yeah, my clothes a, are on
3: so that's another thing that's a bonus
2: there you go perfect Perfect, yeah. perfect right you know mm. and and i guess you know as we get into these shit moods and sobriety um it always goes back to like my mom and the daily gratitudes right and, yeah. and you know it, it's an element of the show and sometimes i kind of treat it like that but we've got shit to be grateful for right at the end of the day we do and yeah i, I think it's important that when we're having these days that, that we really stop and think about that so
1: you know, yeah, um, like
3: I have a I have a home to live in. <laughs> like,
1: right, like, right? Like, that's a big let's deal. Let's start you know? there.
3: Like I have a bed. I have like fairly cheap rent for the greater Vancouver area. Like I lucked out. Like I, I have an amazing landlord that's just such a nice guy. And he, he doesn't realize that he's probably charging me $500 less a month than he could.
2: Oh, but wow. it's also kind of a, wow. yeah,
3: like yeah. it's that good. Yeah, you know yeah. well let's just yeah. pretend that
2: that's him being nice and not kind of ignorant to what's going on around him right
3: uh yeah he, he won't know <laughs> about this so um yeah, i won't yeah. tell him <laughs> like little does he know that he's like you're so quiet like none of the neighbors and i was like that's because like i probably just stay up all like i stay up late i'm an insomniac like i don't do much and i guess I, and I, it's like if he only knew that i was just a weird little hermit that just kind of slightly likes people but kind of hates them too
1: yeah you know? yeah, yeah like well, i don't want a bunch kind of thing. people
3: over i don't throw <laughs> parties sobriety right like that yeah, that becomes know. a thing we're so used to um you know like doing shit that pisses off our neighbors and here i am like they they think the sun shines out of my ass and if they only knew <laughs> if they only knew <laughs> the weird sex stuff that i get up to in my bedroom occasionally
2: (laughs) (laughs) and nowhere near enough if your life is anything like mine right
3: uh nowhere near enough like i had a yeah
2: (laughs) okay okay yeah i i felt something coming there i was like oh no okay mom's gonna listen to this so you know let's keep that yeah i'm gonna
3: keep it like a little bit pg here let's let's, uh fair enough i just had a kind of had a weird uh yeah speaking of things that we do to like get out of funks i kind of had like a a a very short like i don't even want to call it a one-night stand i would call it a one-hour stand and my neighbors (laughs) god bless them are adorable they're they're this younger couple they're stoners i chat with them all the time they're super cool and uh as as i went to go meet the girl out front this woman i sorry woman I, I don't want to say girl that's that's a little yeah. weird um yeah, that could be weird this yeah. woman so he's like oh who's this your new blah 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 or something to that effect and I was like uh-huh. oh my god and then his girlfriend Vicky hangs out the window as because we took my dog for a walk and then we were going in through like under like the underground and Vicky yep. hangs out she's like oh is this your new girlfriend it's always a new one and like told totally me <laughs> called me out and I was like like my jaw hit the floor and this woman was just like it's okay and I was like all right <laughs> like, let's go and then she was like I gotta go do this thing with my kids and I was like all righty. like deed's done get out <laughs>
1: There
2: you go away. Don't care what time it is. You can't stay here. Put your boots on and go home. Uh,
3: Yeah, yeah it was, it was, oh, it was well. kind of a, and then like, oh my God, the barrage of messages after, uh, were really uh-huh. weird. And I was yeah. like, uh, she's like, cause I thought she just like understood this was just like, you know, whatever. And, yeah. um, she's like, I really felt a connection. I'm like, how the fuck mm. did you get a connection? Like, we only talked for like 10 minutes.
1: like. <laughs>
2: Like, oh, oh is, is she new to the new to the community is there something like I, that?
1: Is I, that i think
3: know? so i think i should have like paid attention to that but like it's it's been a while since i pursued anything like left myself open i kind of had like a you know since we're talking about mental illness and stuff like i had a had a pretty major breakdown like about oh, three, i want to say three or four months ago like sometime in okay. march
1: yeah and
3: um like basically i found out i couldn't go back to my pre-injury job because of my my injury and it was just it was really heartbreaking because that was my career and it's it's very long and complicated and I had this breakdown and I just kind of was like I'm not going to date I'm not going to pursue anything I'm going to heal this time you know because like I have this habit of like going and trying to like fill a void or or give myself a direct distraction to like serial date or you know what i mean like
1: yeah yeah i know what yeah,
3: you mean. Yeah, yeah like kind yeah, of play yeah. the field or whatever you want to call it or or try to get into a relationship that i know is not going to work out so yeah. finally it took me 42 and a half years to realize that <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know
3: like you know how they say and i i think it's the basic text uh they're like sometimes quickly sometimes slowly well i'm i'm like the poster child for like sometimes slowly so like (laughs) that's my kind of gratitude addressing that like I had a pretty major breakdown like I really really like was not wanting to live life actually like I was like because I wait it's so long it's a long story I waited so long to to return to work only to fail it you know like I was off work for 10 months at that point and it was, it's a big deal for me to work, uh, you know, and
1: yeah, uh, yeah.
3: patience is not my thing. Like, I think I know, like, a lot of addicts are not, like, it's hard for us to wait for anything. It really I is.
2: It, it really is, right? Like, you know, think I, of I, waiting I, for it, dope.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, those days, eh? Jesus, yeah. Waiting wasn't a wait, strong point, to say the least, right? You know. No, and, and, not it, at all. Even for myself at the show, you know, we've done... Exceedingly well, relatively speaking, right? I mean, yeah. we've, we've done as far as our growth goes in such a short time, but still, I'm like, like, okay, this isn't paying the bills yet. This is not like, okay, most people go years before they pay the bills with a podcast, right? So, I mean, mm-hmm. and I'm five months in, and still, I'm like, nope, not good enough. We've got to, you know, we've got to go harder, got to go, got to get up there, got to get it done, and it's, you know, patience is not my thing. Right? Patience is not. Yeah,
1: my and thing. then
3: like good things always end up happening. You know, it's like, it's like getting to that, that, that it's that in between, like I was trying to, I was actually just had a, a conversation with somebody like online just recently, like an hour ago, sort of like that. I was like, you know, like, you, you're, we're going to go through all this pain because this person lost a, um a family member recently. And I was trying to, you know, like give that positive vibe. And I was like, I was running out of descriptions for it, you know? Maybe we can mm-hmm. talk about that. Like, cause when you, you start off, you're in this bad place, but it's like you, I've always tried to keep that like little bit of faith that it's going to get better, but it's like, it's, it's learning to cope with that patience, I guess, or whatever to, to get there, you know, to
2: have faith in the process, you know?
3: Yeah. Like yeah. the process and it's like, um, not forcing things to happen. You know, like I'm finally in a place in the last, like it's, it's taken me a few months, like just to get to a place where I feel like, okay, I can, I got this. You know what I mean? Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not going back to that job that I really wanted to keep as my career. Um, And now this is a new opportunity.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: You know, and, and I, is, and is there
2: anything stopping you from keeping that career or is it, um, know?
3: it's, it's basically because I, 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 I worked in soap. I work in, worked in supportive housing and, um, I, I did this during the pandemic. I, I used to be a support worker a long time ago and, uh, I was working on the pipeline and I absolutely hated it. Like it wasn't what they told me. And there was like, this isn't the height of COVID before we knew much about COVID kind of things. And like the, the, literally the my province was shut down. I think everybody's was shut down at that point. And, um, so we're on lockdown it's a horrible job like i'm going there and there was no work like i would get there and it was just like i was standing around in this tool crib they call it like where i did uh materials like i was just skilled labor i would do um like the shipping and receiving of materials for the site um at the burnaby and i just i just didn't like it it's just not my thing i have adhd i like working i like being busy i don't like you know pretending i'm busy and they thought i was a genius because i could do use this um uh this program they use for receiving anyways so i quit that long story i just quit that and it there wasn't much work they were like oh we might lay you off and i was like okay i'm gone like i just bounced so i i went to supportive housing in the height of this pandemic and it was like at first i was like oh god this sucks because i'm like dealing with a lot of tragic stuff like you know, um, there, all of these folks on the downtown east side that I'm supporting. So, it's supportive housing is like, say, an SRO, like a single room occupancy, something similar. Or, you know, um, and I, I'm sitting at front desk, and these people are just having a horrible time because they're they're even more isolated. So, they they they're, they have co-occurring disorders. You know, um, like say schizophrenia and and drug addiction. So they're like self medicating. It's it's really hard to see. And then, then comes the death, right? So I, I dealt with a lot of hands-on death and a lot of, like I had a lot of wins and I did that for two years. And then it was, it was Christmas night um, at this one, this, this homeless shelter. And I can't really go into details just because of confidentiality, but I found someone and I could not bring them back and it did something to me. And it's really, like, I've, I've experienced all kinds of trauma. I talked about that in my, you know, like, the interview we did a few weeks back. Where, Which you know, will be I... airing.
2: Actually, I'll interrupt you. That will be airing this coming Tuesday. So um, Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Five, five days from when you're hearing this. So, yeah. yeah. Does
3: this mean I'm a star?
2: Yeah, it means you're a star. It's, <laughs> yeah, you can never take that shit back now, right? No, once
3: no. In, in I know, seven. right?
2: Yeah. But, yeah, hey, yeah.
3: It, it's it's what addiction, I mean, uh, recovery is about. is like, some pure honesty, right? And, uh Anyway, so, like, bad thing. It was during Christmas, and it did something to my brain. And I don't know how else to describe it. It just, um, my outlook on life completely changed. I literally was having, like, almost hallucinations. And I was struggling with this on my own. And I was trying to get support from management. And I ended up, a few months later, kind of messing up at work and getting suspended. And I was sitting there, and I was, like, really upset about getting suspended. Um, even though it was valid, it was a valid reason. Like I was kind of a bitch. Okay. And yeah. in that kind of environment you have like there's professional, professional standards and I broke them, which is fine. But then I, I filed a work safe claim because here in okay. BC we have work safe. I don't know what you have.
2: Compensation workers. compensation. Yeah. like Yeah. It's yeah. the same. It's yeah.
3: kind of the same thing. It's a government thing. And I filed that expecting, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to take a month or two off. And here I am at over a year. You know, like I, I, I tried to return, um, last September and I had another hands-on death that was really heartbreaking because the guy had only been there for three weeks and I was only like his first day in our place. Um, I did like part of his intake and showed him around the facility, like where he was going to stay. He was homeless. He had nowhere to go. Young man in addiction. And, um, you know, within that three weeks he was dabbling in down or what they call down, which is just car fentanyl. And we found him unresponsive and despite every effort. And I mean, every effort um, he um, didn't make it. And I was like, holy shit, I can't do this. Like I can't do this anymore. So that's why I can't go back to that job. I tried to go back again after a whole bunch of therapy, like four months later and, um, Again, I went to respond to an OD, but this time I just completely like it's mental health is so strange. Like I, I scientifically, I understand everything. I've been a first responder, like on construction sites and all kinds of stuff, or just in life in general. And, and, but it's crazy. Like I cannot handle it anymore. There's, I, I got angry and it's called PTSD, right? And you hear about it. And I thought I knew about all this stuff being like, you know, working in mental health and, and addictions. And it's it's wild how it's taken over my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I'm i just starting to get my power back, you know? Like, um, if you asked me four months ago, I would have just said, you know what, I'm done with life. I'm done with my brain like this. Because I, I was completely spazzing and acting like a fucking... sorry friggin like 12 year old or a two year old like a toddler being told no or something and it's yeah it's really wild um
2: yeah you know the thing about ptsd and and i do have and have suffered from it yeah in varying degrees you know these days it's it's come around a long ways but um i remember in its peak when it when it really was controlling my life like you said Mm -hmm. right um somebody had said to me i understand that i'll never understand and and that person suffered themselves. And mm-hmm. so when they said that to me, it was like, I want you in my life forever. You're the first person to get it. Right. Oh. By, by saying that you don't get it, you know, and it was just, it yeah. was the most powerful thing. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing.
3: Wow. Yeah. I just actually got goosebumps off that because that's kind of what I was saying is that I, yeah. I just didn't predict what I knew would be a part of my job every day would, would do this much to me you know, like, and, and, and like, I grieved, it was like losing a family member when I realized that I absolutely no matter what cannot go back to that specific job. And I, I had some great bonds with the, the people I was supporting, like, a lot of them w- were just because of the cost of living, like, we're in this situation, they're homeless, or or something's happened, or they've, they've relapsed. Um, we had a lot of people that would like, you know, go on a run, like they would relapse and then they were waiting to like get into treatment or the, you know what I mean? Or vice versa, or they just got out of jail. And like, there is just, these people were just genuinely my kind of people, you know, it wasn't just because they were addicts. It was like, I get it, man. I get the oppression. I understand like poverty. Right. And like, it's even getting worse here, you know?
2: Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, Cost of living keeps going up.
3: You and know, these it, people it, were amazing. It, like, I had a lot, like, I, I probably shouldn't say too much, but I had a lot of fun with these folks. Like, you yeah. know, addicts, we're hilarious. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, we're, we have such a sick sense of, like, just I, you the know, world and, like. With Scott, who's my to...
2: usual co-host of the show, Scott, right? Yeah. Um, we actually, we, we talked a couple episodes in a row about how, you know, he's concerned because, of course, Scott's a muggle, right? The mugglest of the muggles, as I call him. And and he's cons- consistently concerned or constantly concerned with offending, offending people who have suffered an addiction uh, and offending their loved ones, you know, by saying the wrong thing. And it's like, hey, man, here's the thing. Our baseline has, has shifted permanently, right? When you go through some of the things that comes with being an active addiction for years at a time, right? Your baseline's moved right so what other you know addicts and assholes find what we do funny and that's that's just kind of the way it is right this is the way i explained it to him it's almost impossible yeah Yeah, right there's (laughs) there's a whole podcast there. don't go stealing that name anybody because i still haven't decided i'm not going to do one but
3: all right i I love that i love that you know that's so that's yeah
2: it's true right it's just true i mean when you've been through some of those crazy things the shit that you find funny other people just look at you like what? <laughs> but you don't get it, right? Like you don't get it. until you've been tortured or shot at. You you'll never really understand. You know what, exactly what, where, <laughs> where where my line is, right? Like you know it's fucked up, right? Yeah, so, and yeah, like yeah.
3: we laugh at it. Like what somebody thinks might be tragic. It's like you like you know like the the normals of the world or whatever normies or whatever. Or yeah. you call muggles. them muggles, muggles. So you have you have muggles of the world like. I'll tell you a quick little story. Like I play, I play slow pitch softball. Um, it's pretty, you know, because that's what lesbians do. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, it's it gives me a connection to a community outside of recovery. Like it's actually really good for my soul. Um, I've been playing a lot. I, I actually hurt my ankle this weekend, uh, but that's okay. I'm just kind of resting, you know, resting it for a couple of days, and then I'll I'll be back to playing. But um, like I've had people. I've showed up for teams that I don't really know and it's full of muggles and I make some sort of joke about like, you know, uh, comb in the carpet or carpet surfing for crack
1: or <laughs> something that I think is
3: fucking hilarious. And they're like, oh, my God. And they give me this look and I was like, oh, like I because I, I, you know, I have the ADHD. I have, the, I have like this total like I, I I'm like a goldfish. I don't have the memory. I'm like, oh, shit i'm around muggles i should be yeah. careful and then i forget to have the filter and like we're in the middle of a game so i even make i try to make the games even funnier like i, yeah. I make fun of myself and i was yeah. like like if i strike out i'm like holy shit this is like my sex life and people are just like oh. and like i'll make jokes about like um that's, don't worry that's I'm PG
2: like, pg stuff hey? come on that's,
3: <laughs> like i'm trying i'm trying really yeah. hard yeah. to yeah. keep it yeah. sorry mom um, yeah. I'm trying really hard to keep it fucking, friggin' sorry. Oh my here's God. A, here's the
2: thing about foul language run. As long as it's yeah. not gratuitous, we're okay with it, right? Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. It's in context. Yeah, right. You know, it's yeah. human, right? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: And, and like I, that too, like I'll swear. I'll just be like, Jesus fucking blah, blah, blah. And like people like on some of these teams will just look at me like I have fucking horns. And I was like, well, this is a game. This is an adult sport we're not here, like, you know, we're not on TV, we're not, like, come on, let's have fun.
2: Entertaining toddlers, right, you know, right?
3: Yeah, Yeah. we're, yeah, Yeah. I mean, yeah, Yeah. it's just, it's really funny, like, I I, I just have so, it just happened recently, somebody was, like, kind of took me aside, and, you know, they're like, you kind of overshare, and you don't have much of a filter, and I was like, well, that's who I am,
1: Yeah. right? right? (laughs) And and
3: am I not entertaining you guys? And she was like, well, yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. then let's get back to playing. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I kind of. Just... That whole
2: term overshare. How about I decide what oversharing is? Cause it's my shit to share or not. Right. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> how about that? You know,
1: right. <laughs> you know?
3: Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. It makes you uncomfortable, but like, you know, to mm-hmm. me, like, this is just like, this is my good time. Right. <laughs> but,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Fair enough.
3: Yeah.
2: So I'm guessing that you got a short story for us. What you got.
1: Oh, Holy I blindsided shit. you
2: with that one. I meant to tell you ahead of time, but now that we're here. So.
3: I was trying to come up with some something kind of short that would be kind of funny. Um, well, I mean... Oh shit.
2: This public service announcement is brought to you by Diamond Life Academy, helping men and women reinvent themselves through transformational change. Learn more at thediamondlife.ca.
3: Hi, listeners. This is Lena. I'm part of the Ashes to Awesome team and co-hosted on episodes 76 and 67. Do you carry Narcan, also known as Naloxone? If not, perhaps you should. The kits are not only compact and easy to use, they are free at all harm reduction centers and a lot of pharmacies. By carrying one of these kits, you could save the life of somebody who loves and that is loved. I get that most of you never plan on being around opioid use, but there's no telling when it could be around you. I can't think of a good reason not to have it. And if you're not sure where to find it for free, send us an email at ashes to awesome podcast at gmail.com legwork for you and find it for free in your area. Thanks for listening. And now back to the show. Why, why do I have to draw a fucking blank right now? Like I wish I I need to have like little cards that say, talk about that time. Um,
2: (laughs) uh, Don't make me go into my archives and pull one out of my butt. All right. You know?
3: Yeah. Oh Um, my God. Why is my brain like, Okay, so,
1: uh, <laughs> all right, all right,
2: I'm just, I'm trying to think of one um, that, because, so, I don't know if I've, I told you this before, I probably did at some point, um, the show started with me telling these ridiculous stories. Okay. Right? That's, that's how we got started. Yeah. And, um, as the show evolved, I kind I took them all down. And I moved them into, into my Patreon stuff where listeners can if you want to hear them, they're there, right? They're, yeah. So I've got a, a PG thirteen and an R rated. So yeah. the PG thirteen stuff was already all on the show at some point. So with yes. with Scott, who's the usual co host for today, we um I, I've shared with him the turning juice boxes into crack story. I shared with him you gotta go back and listen now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah. god. Thousands I thousands have... and thousands of juice boxes, right? So if you go back to a couple Thursdays ago it was there thousands okay. of Xboxes, boxes. Crazy, right? Yeah, Tetra Packs. Anyway, um, I've shared with him... The like re- hot... like
3: returning them?
2: Oh yeah, there's a whole thing. There's a whole story. I can't retell it now because that'd be a repeat, but you go back and listen to the episode. It's pretty good. Oh, Actually, you know what? You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you the link because I got a YouTube video where I made a picture story of it.
1: Oh, that's so amazing. It... You'll yeah, have it's to pretty... Do that. It
2: is not. It is not. So there was that one I shared with him. I shared with him the hot tub Coke machine, um, which... <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We turned a hot tub into into to a month's worth of gut crack. Um and then I shared with him the the rabid monkey story, which i s I've also made a picture story for that one. So I'll send you the links over for that. I'll put them in the show notes too guys. Why not? Right?
1: Oh
3: my god, I'm I'm trying yeah. to okay, well I could yeah. tell I could yeah. tell so I told you the speed bump story last yes, week. Yes Okay, so <laughs> there's a continuation. So like several oh. weeks later, um okay. I decided to leave Alberta because there was like, there was like threats against my life and my ex. And I, I, I actually was telling my friend about this recently. So that car that slipped out of gear randomly. I'm going to, I'm like going to pause
2: s- you. I'm going to pause you. This oh. is in the interview. The story is in the interview with you. Oh yeah. When you went to Cam Loops in it.
3: It is. That's right. Yeah, Shit.
2: yeah so hey there's a, there's a bit of a teaser for for the listeners oh yeah. that worked out really well seeing as you've already told that was about. a wild
3: ride i i just yeah, I keep right? thinking about that the brain yeah. injury guy that i tried to spend the night with and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll um, tell you what
2: I'll, I'll tell you the bird story how's that i'll i'll, I'll, I'll take the actually of this one. I, I
3: mean i i could tell the story of like waking up in another province
2: yeah do that one do that one yeah okay do that one so actually, you know I what was like, Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to tell your story. I'm going to tell my yeah. story. We're going to have the listeners say which one's funnier. I'm going to do a poll because I can do that now that I'm on Spotify as my host. We can do a poll. Oh,
3: shit. I don't know yeah. if this will be that that funny. I, well, I don't know why no, I can't get I, funny I'm not, today. Uh, I'm going to
2: share one about waking up in another province, too. So here we go. Okay. Right. So
3: yeah. I was yeah. about 17 or 18. Yeah. My friends and I stole this car. And okay. we had, there was money in it. And we had all these weird pills like Ritalin and like some sort of like, I'm guessing barbiturates. And um, we were driving through up the Coquihalla. So all of us don't have licenses. We're in this Honda Prelude, I think it was. And we decided that we were just going to keep driving until we ran out of money. Like, I don't (laughs) even know. Like, we were just like, I just, I took a whole bunch of these weird pills. My friend got them from his, his mom's place we were too young to order, like, to get booze, so we stopped somewhere, and we had some weird cowboy guy, like, go and boot for us, and then he tried to leave with, (laughs) I remember this, he tried to to take off on us with the booze that we wanted, because we, you know, the pills weren't (laughs) enough, the stolen car wasn't enough, the not knowing where we were going was not enough. (laughs) So, this guy tried to take off, and we blocked him in, and I think, Uh, One of my buddies kind of beat the guy up. I think he took something from the guy like cigarettes or whatever. So we probably have police chasing us. So we decided to like, we have the booze, we're all drinking in this car and we just keep driving. We all keep taking like turns and like, I, I can only remember bits and pieces of this night. Okay. And like, we were driving all night long in the snow, up the Coquihalla all through, like we were heading towards Alberta. Uh, I forget what that's called, like Rogers Pass, the really dangerous one. We're we're seeing all these cars and like accidents on the way up. And it was, I think it was a Thursday when this all happened. It was like in the, kind of in the middle of the week. And by the time, like, I, I briefly remember us struggling to get a motel room. I had no idea where we were. And, um... There's like, there's sketchy things from that night. Like my friend, my friend went, uh, fell. Um, there was blood. We were all laughing about it, but my friend was truly injured. She like cut open part of her forehead and we're just, you know, being total young addicts, just laughing about it, trying to get this hotel room. And I don't remember, everything's just kind of a blur after that. And then I wake up. Okay. I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck? And like, I can tell my friends like two one of them there was four of us one of them was in the other bed passed out still and I couldn't wake her up I was like wake up and then the other two were I don't know out getting smokes I don't know and I had no idea where we were I walked I looked out the window and we were like in the middle of nowhere there's no (laughs) mountains okay I grew up looking at mountains as like you know, like but kind of my always geography.
2: the backdrop, right? Yeah, <laughs>
3: right. there's yeah. nothing like I can sort of see like maybe the Rockies super far away. I'm like in some prairie. I don't even know. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm standing there and there's just a motel and there's a gas station. I can't remember what town it was. It was outside something right now. I can't remember. Right, right. Kind of on the border. I, I don't know. Anyways, I'll I'll remember someday. <laughs> and I'm sitting there trying to figure out where the fuck am I, where's everything? Um, I there's like there's there's all these things, there's a bunch of empty bottles of liquor, and there's like still some cold beer, and there's like a, like a, a half a frozen uh, I mean not not frozen pizza, like a cold pizza, and I'm just standing there and I was like, Where the fuck am I? And like my way of figuring that out was turning on the TV. And it was like this Alberta news thing, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was so scared. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) and you mind you, my friend, like in this other bed because there was two beds. It's just she's snoring. She's totally passed out. Guess what day it was? What day was it? It was like two days later. It was like a day and a half later. Yeah. Oh,
2: happy pills. That's what that's. Yeah, those
3: those those pills. So like we ended up. um, (laughs) How did we get home? We took that car part way and then I think I called my foster parents. So I was in foster care at the time and they paid for a Greyhound ticket. Like I, I think we, we, the car broke down in Kelowna and we just like, we, I don't know how we didn't get arrested. Like we were driving like maniacs. We're driving through the winter. (laughs) My foster mom was like, what the, like, she was just laughing. She's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that's kind of my story I took the greyhound home all hungover so by the time I actually got home it was like three almost four days later and I I just remember I stunk so bad I hadn't brushed my teeth all I had been doing was drinking and these fucking crazy like barbiturate type pills like they were kind of downers but they were like downers that you could stay awake on yeah. if that makes sense yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. that's that's hmm. kind of my stolen car other province story. I, I wish yeah, it was funnier, but to me, it's just well, that's a pretty funny, funny
1: right? Yeah, 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 I mean, fair enough, fair like enough, my yeah. way of
3: figuring out where I, uh, how I was in another province was literally turning on the TV. I was like, yeah, oh, it, let me just check makes on the sense, TV. I guess
2: right. It's before smartphone, so you know, with a smartphone, it'd <laughs> yeah. be pretty easy, right? But, oh yeah, yeah this uh, would have uh, been like yeah.
3: 1998. I had a pager yeah. back then. <laughs> uh,
2: I remember the pager days. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> how badass you looked right yeah yeah oh
3: i had like the cheapest one and it was huge it was the size of a fucking pack of cigarettes and i remember (laughs) all my friends made fun of me and my dad went and got it with me and he's like but this one's only seven dollars a month and i was like i want the twenty dollar a month one (laughs) like the rich kids
2: right yeah 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 so i had to
3: walk around with that but yeah no there there was more to it and i'm just i'm drawing a blank right now i don't know why but there was something funny that happened on the way <laughs> um, and I can't even remember. It was just like, like we. I have no recollection of the drive, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's and scary. Like, eh? that that's must scary. have
3: been like a, a like because we made stops. We then we had the cowboy dude try to rob us. Yeah. Like that was probably an eighteen-hour drive. Yeah, and... no
2: kidding. Eh? No kidding. It's <laughs> like the blackout thing. I've never had like maybe three times in my life have I blacked out for a night. You know, it was oh, never. Really? Yeah, well, for me. It, it, when I was drinking, you know, before I, when I picked the pipe back up, the, the crack pipe back up, I stopped drinking altogether, right? So, yeah. because crack just consumed me. But um, yeah. when I was just, when I was still doing coke and drinking, um, you'd, you'd never even know I was drunk, right? I'd go from what you, you're you talking to right now to sleeping, right? There was no in-between. I never did that belligerent, slurring, stumbling bullshit, yeah. right? I just got, you know, I just passed out as soon as I got too drunk. So, kind yeah. of, you know, I never did the blackout thing. But... I did wake up in another province once. I, I I guess I knew I was there. I didn't have to figure that out. But so, at this point in my life, I I'd moved to Saskatchewan. I was working as, as management, and and really being good, right? Like day to day, yeah. I was I had my shit together. You know, I, I was being yeah. good. And I met this guy, one of our customers. Um, I'm gonna call him Jay. I'm gonna call him Franchise Jay. I actually have another name for him, but if I say the name, then it might come out which franchise he owned, and I don't want to be. Doing that. Okay, so,
3: Franchise J. Yeah, Let's fr- go Franchise
2: with J, right? Successful guy. I'm at the time uh 46 now. So I'd be late 30s and he'd be like early 50s, maybe mid 50s at the time. So quite yeah. a bit older than me, but I'd met him and we just kind of clicked. One of those like, hey, you know. So every time he came to town, we'd uh we'd go get some coke together and, you know, kind of whoop it up and whatever. I was being for the most part good, like I said. And then one weekend comes along. I, I'm by myself for the weekend. He lives in Brandon, Manitoba at the time. Okay. And, and I'm down in in Esteban, Saskatchewan. So we're I don't know, I guess that's about a three hour drive. Yeah. And I call him up. Says, "What are you doing this weekend?" He's nothing. In it. You want to come to Brandon? I says, "Fuck it, sure, whatever." Right. He's got the house to himself. The wife is gone.
1: Yeah.
2: So I jump in my truck and off I go. Well, I get there and he says, "Why don't we go to Winnipeg?" Okay, whatever. Uh, I mean, he says, I got why a buddy not? there. I got a buddy there. You got to meet. Yeah. Fuck. I'm in. Whatever. Right. Got the whole weekend. So we yeah. drive to Winnipeg and we get to this place. I have no idea what it's called. I wouldn't say the name if I did. And we walk in the front doors. It's like in the industrial park and we walk in the front door. It's like this giant, no name Chuck E. Cheese. Right. And so like <laughs> I, I'm standing there at the door and I'm just kind of taking, you know, I look around and go, what the fuck? Oh my, oh my God. Right. It's got like old school video, like double dragon and shit, video games. and Ooh. like, And uh, are those sumo suits in the corner? I think there's, and there's a Velcro wall. What the fuck is that? Right. Like, all this thing is just kind of like the whole thing is just my. I'm in sensory overload. Like, Where the fuck are we, buddy? Mm-hmm. And then down comes his buddy, his buddy John. John mm-hmm. has like a mezzanine office thing that he's built, and one of those rolling staircases that you see in a warehouse, you know, yeah. the, the type, the metal ones, right? Yeah. Well, that's what leads up there to to his office above. You no, know, like he's god over this no-name Chuck E. Cheese, and he comes. <laughs> He comes ripping down the stairs, like sliding down the rails, like like Fred Flintstone on the on the dinosaur tail It's like that that's a, that's what I thought of is he comes down, yeah. lands on a fucking segway that he's got parked at the bottom of the stairs, all right like <laughs> <laughs> should you not, and comes like screaming at us full speed, you know two miles an hour on this on this segway, and eyes wide as plates. say, hey, "I'm like, "What the fuck? I got a fucking segway He says, "Hey, I'm like, Jay, thank you for bringing me here, okay oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? you know." So, um, out comes the coke. Oh, first of all, I get on the Segway right away. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm into this. So mm-hmm. I, I get on Segway, and I, I'd never tried one before. Now I'm high as Spock on a Segway. i was like, yay! Right? So
3: <laughs> this is glorious.
2: <laughs> out comes a, a large size pile of coke. And it, Large is a relative word, and so when I say a large size pile of coke, I'm impressed. Like that—that that most people would just die if they saw it, right? You know? Yeah. So, uh, throughout the course of the night. All these girls show up um, there. One of them is shaving her legs at the booth that I'm sitting in getting fucked up. Right. She's like she's got a bowl of hot water and she's now shaving her legs. I'm like, oh, that's kind of fucking weird. And I look over <laughs> at, at the hamster balls at the man size hamster balls. And there's two women in there and they're bra and panties. And they're like <laughs> like rolling around beating each other up with these. Balls. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This is crazy. Right. And then the sumo suits come out. Which I'm not a big fan of because now I can't see the brawn panty thing, but I know that they're in brawn panties underneath. So it's still somewhat impressive, right?
1: Yeah.
2: And, and it's just like, what the fuck? And then at one point, I, I clearly remember, clearly remember Jay and John making a deal for like three grand worth of stolen cheese because they're both franchise what? people. They're, they're, they've yeah, got yeah, these yeah. franchises, right? So like they have a yeah. use for three grand worth of cheese and they're making a deal with you. And I remember sitting there thinking, holy fuck, that's gangster, right? They're, they're making a deal on three grand worth of stolen cheese. In the corner, there's a Ferris wheel, an indoor Ferris wheel. I shit you not. Oh, my not, God. Right? I'm like, what the fuck is that, right? So I want to get on the Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel is broken. But we'll get back to that because it just occurred to me. Another group of girls shows up, and John's yeah. like, what do you want to do? Do you want K, E, C, B? I'm like, I don't even know what some of these drugs are. What are you talking about? Right? <laughs> like, what, 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 right? Yeah. Uh, I tried something. I don't even know what it was. Am I doing K? Am I doing ketamine?
3: Oh, no. Yeah, I
2: like, I don't know. I didn't care at the time because I was just like, just entranced with everything that was going on. And then, yeah, I woke up under the Ferris wheel the next morning. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember looking up and going, holy fuck, man. And keeping in mind, I moved to Saskatchewan to get away from the insanity, right? Like I, at this point <laughs> in my life, I'm being really good. And I, I remember waking up kind of looking around for a second and going fuck man i just woke up under a ferris wheel and i'm in my good part of my life like what the fuck hey crazy <laughs> like top three craziest things i've ever experienced and and this is here i am i'm 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 out here to be fucking better right so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah your long... story's
3: so much better than mine was well lame. So i might have got you on edit this one. We'll that out listen... <laughs> yeah we'll let want. the
2: listeners decide well oh, next time oh. next time right we can we can do a story oh out, my right? god i i should have so. i
3: should have fucking remembered like I, you no. just reminded me of some of the wild shit I did when I was stripping.
1: Well,
2: like, you see, so that right, next time, next time, next see, time, so, for sure, right, right, absolutely. Oh my god! I, I'll, I'll give you access so to to anybody that wants to hear more of this crazy shit. So I have the PG thirteen, and that that would be in the PG thirteen category, yeah. right? But then I have the R rated. I'll give you yeah. the R rated, just so you can hear the fucking nuts part of that. That's all the sex, drugs, rock and roll stuff that I would never want to sponsor or my mother to hear. So yes. that's where it is, right? I charge awesome. ten dollars. Ten dollars gets you lifetime access to the PG thirteen. You can download them all. Fifteen dollars gets you access to both the PG thirteen and the R rated, and you can uh, and you get updates. So anytime I add a story to one of those, yeah, you, you, you get to. You oh, know, I'm the, in.
1: I gotta jump this. in on that.
2: I'll give you access to it just so you got an in, right? Then you know what stories you got to beat. But, so uh,
3: when you woke up under the Ferris wheel, though, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. was John still there and Jay?
2: jay was passed out um i looked i saw him he was passed out in one of the booths and john i don't remember john he was still there somewhere but none of the girls were there it was all you know it was all done cheese was loaded in the truck i remember that much and yeah we in your truck through. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how we got there yeah so now we're driving back in a company truck i might add with a fucking three grand worth of stolen cheese and yeah was so, fucked up yeah
3: yep. oh man yep. did you make some profit off that cheese like that, that was just... that was
2: his profit to make not mine my profit oh, okay. was the memory my, the memory was plenty of profit for me. i at mean right? an f- you know,
3: indoor yeah. ferris wheel like like and this Simo was like a public policy. place that people could go yeah during the day you, people you were went just there and like... b-
2: brought their kids had no idea about the debauchery that happened after hours right so yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah Last, last I heard, John had moved to Jamaica, opened a water park like those floating water parks yeah. off the beach, was making a shit ton of money doing it, and some fellows came along with machine guns and decided that they were, they, the water park was theirs, and he had to give it up and fly back to Canada. So that was <gasps> the Last time I heard about him, yeah. So,
3: machine oh, wow. guns are you know
2: pretty good um, convincer.
3: Well, yeah, that's that's a good you know, like. Okay, I've made my money. Okay, I'm out of here.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
3: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you you definitely won that contest. I my my story was lame. I mean, I usually tell it. <laughs> but funnier, your last one was, it was pretty
2: damn good, right? So you know that's.
3: I'm I'm so I'm I'm batting five hundred. That's that's, yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Better yeah, than yeah. my my favorite MLB team right now. So
2: absolutely, there you go. There you go. All right. <laughs> so listen, that brings us to my favorite part of the show. And that's the daily gratitudes.
0: Hey, this is Scott from the No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ashes to Awesome. The daily gratitudes are brought to you by the No New Friends podcast. Please check us out, no new friends
3: We're streaming on all major platforms. If you just need laughter
2: in your week, just an escape from what's going on in your life, I highly recommend my podcast to get you through that week, bring some levity and, and make you laugh. So check us out, No New Friends Podcast
0: on all streaming platforms. That's New nonewfriendspodcast.com. And now here are your daily gratitudes. And remember, you are loved.
2: What you got for me today?
3: Oh, wow. I, I mean, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but I'm, I'm just grateful that, you know, I was in a funk and that you asked me to do this, honestly. Mm. Now I'm out <laughs> of my funk like you yes. just made me yes. laugh pretty good and and um yeah i'm just i'm out of my funk i've i've been in it for about a day now and it's gone right now and good. my gratitude's going to be you and your <laughs> your f- hamster ball <laughs> <bears with it>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god my story's so lame i wish i could have told um... it better but anyways uh yeah <laughs>
2: so truth be told I, I was going to tell a different one. And I was like, no, I better up that game a little bit. Cause I got, so next time, I guess I'll go first and then yeah. you know what you're up against. How's that sound? Right. That,
3: <laughs> that, that sounds great. I mean, I, yeah. I, you know what? I should bring up some of the, like, cause people love hearing the stripper stories actually. Oh, of course NFL, they do. Love, but...
2: I, stripper stories are universally funny. I don't care who you are. Right. Well, yeah. you know me?
3: what? I'll tell you how I broke my ribs.
2: Okay. Next time. Okay. Yes. Next time. Yeah. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. now Scott will be back for next week. So I'm going to have to introduce this format to him. But now that I've said it, we got at least one more. Well no, so we're gonna have to do at least two more of these because yeah. we are going to have a tiebreaker in there if there's a tie. So
3: Yes. I, Let's go.
2: So, so so Scott's gonna have to agree to, to go running with it. Besides that, I like seeing Scott's face on camera here when we uh when we fuck up his world by telling him these crazy stories.
1: You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I yeah, I do. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Why didn't yeah. I think of that before? Fuck. Anyway, right. that's okay. Right. I got me, I got me, a me, good me. one locked and loaded.
2: There you go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Give me two, give me two more gratitudes, hon. Um,
3: That I have a, that I have a home. Yeah. We were talking cool. about this at the beginning, that I have my own home. Um, yeah. I, I was just, I don't know. I, I don't know why this is a, up in my brain right now, but like I was talking a bit about my career and stuff that I have my own solid housing, you know, yeah. which not a lot of people have you know, True
1: story. True story.
3: and, yeah. and I would just have to say, um, laughing at, like, I'm grateful that we can laugh at this stuff. Like I already no said kidding. that, but like, I'm going to go a little deeper. Like I'm going to say, I'm grateful that I've gotten to the point where I can look back at all this fucked up shit and just laugh.
2: Nonsense. Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. yeah. Well, I'll have to share that one with you. Um, I'm also, I'm going to, again, we didn't have Scott today. I was in my own funk, so my, my first gratitude is going to go to yourself for the same thing. I'm going to throw it right back at you. So it's okay. it feels good to have a laugh. Yeah. And uh, the final gratitude, as always, goes out to listeners. Whatever you guys are doing, please keep doing it. Keep liking, sharing, you know,
1: um,
2: sharing an episode with somebody who really needs it. Maybe it's somebody who needs a laugh, so you're going to send them this one. Maybe it's somebody who needs to hear Family Friday and, and know that they're not alone as a conscripted soldier in the battle against addiction. Whatever it is, uh, that's why we're doing the show, is to you know bring awareness and, and to spread a message so... Please keep doing what you're doing. And every time you do those things, you are bringing me a little bit closer to living my best life. My best life is this, to make a humble living spreading the message. And the message is this. If you are in active addiction right now, today could be the day. Today could be the day that you start that lifelong journey. Reach out to a friend, reach out to a family member, call into detox, go to a meeting, do whatever the hell it is you need to do because it is so much better than it is on the other side. And if you are the loved one of somebody who suffers an addiction, you have just taken the time to listen to this nonsense, if you could just take one more minute out of your day text that person, Nothing though know they're loved. Use the words.
3: You are loved.
2: That little glimmer of hope just might be the thing that brings him back.
0: Tuna beads that I've been believing. Worst that I can. Everything I know is burning to ash. No one to hold, a defer to the past. Everyone telling me I need to relax. What do you do when your world starts to crash? Everything you pictured start fading to the past. I try to stay away, but I can't. Without you in my life, never thought you would ask. Don't know what I'm thinking, just wanna start drinking, numb out the world and drown out opinions. I'm not the only one that wants to do it, but I'm the only one with problems. Can't seem to fit in. Pressure's too deep, losing my sleep, feeling alone with no one to me. Everywhere that I go reminds me of you. Nowhere to turn without a kaboom everything that i did i would do different seems like it's too late but i do want to fix it i can't picture myself with anyone else and i can't let you go with conjugal visits i know that you're hurting don't cry I know you can't trust me, my word is now lied My addict is to surf and the serpent is hurt It's cause I let him inside Wanna go back to when we first met Felt complete even though I was a wreck Broken inside but you helped me forget Gave me the strength to face my regrets Can't go away cause I know it'll end Don't want you to move on and call me your friend Don't want someone else waking up in your bed I just can't seem to get you out of my head I try I
1: woke up in your bedroom again I woke up in your
0: bedroom again
1: There's nothing I can do when we got so close This is all the one what I miss the most I woke up in your bedroom again
0: I woke up in your bedroom again Please don't let my fears really be true don't let the enemy send in his troops. Trying to break us up, low wake us up. I know I've been asleep, hitting the snows I can't imagine you wanting to leave. Don't go with someone else, supposed to be me. I knew from the moment we met, you'd be the love of my life. That's why I got on one knee. Life is crazy, never know, I'm always in a storm. Shook up like I've been thrown round. Get back off the ground, see a bit of light, then it's gone. In the darkest, the meanest thoughts can't seem to stop. Heart and heart sink to the deepest depths. They don't stay afloat, sink like a rock. Gotta get my head back, this is a setback Gotta keep moving forward without a step back Gotta build up, lift up, never give up With my fist up, ready to fight and get mad Ding ding in the ring, gotta swing for the win When you're back, I pray you see me get that Wanna connect, I love you to death Can't believe your feelings left, I'm praying it to come back Wanna go back to when we first met Felt complete even though I was a wreck Broken inside but you helped me forget Gave me the strength to face my regrets Can't go away cause I know it'll end Don't want you to move on and call me your friend Don't want someone else waking up in your bed I just can't seem to get you out of my head. I try to stay away, but it feels so good. But you feel the same, but you know I
1: want.